0: Welcome to Ziku Davsi Monday, member by Ram Goldray and today was Babakama Dov Kufkimo, the ninth paracozo eight seem. So the three types we're going to focus on are one of Bryce and the previous Dov taught that if one buys a field in his friend's name in Kofin Osolimkor, we do not force him to sell. But if he told them almanas, on condition to sell, Kofin Limkor, we force him to sell. After several interpretations are rejected, Abai explains the case is where the buyer declared untruthfully that he bought it on the Rache behalf to discourage potential protesters. The pricing means we do not force the seller to sell it a second time, meaning to write him another star identifying him as the true owner. Although the buyer can argue that the seller understood that he only claimed to purchase for the Reish Kulusa as a security measure, and realized the buyer wanted a second document, the seller can respond that he thought the buyer arranged with the Rishka Lusa to write a star for him. However, if the buyer stipulated that the seller would write him another document, we force him to. This means he said to aid him in the seller's presence, note that I want another document intimating that he wants the seller to write it. Point number two, the next mission states, Haggos is a one who robs from his fellow in the value of a pruta, the and then swears falsely to him, denying the robbery, but later confesses, and is hive to pay the principal and an additional fifth, and bring a karbonashem, he must bring the payment after him, even to Madai. He cannot give it to the victim's son, nor to his own shalich, but he may give it to a shalich of basin, a takana enacted to encourage his repentance. If the victim dies, he must bring the money to his heirs. The Mishnah continues that if the principal was paid or forgiven, but not the additional fifth, or less than a pruta's worth of principal remains, he need not bring the remaining payment to him. If the chomush was paid or forgiven, but not the principal, or even just one pruta's worth of the principal, he must still bring it to him, even to Madai. And pointing with you, the Mishnah taught that one must ensure payment reaches his robbery victim after he swears to deny it. The Mishnah said this is not fit with either opinion in the Mishnah. One who robbed one of five people, but does not know which one of them it was, and each of them claims it was he. Rabbi Tarfan says, He places the robbed item between them and removes himself. Rabbi Kiva says, This is not the derech to remove him from Avera. He has not fulfilled his obligation until he pays the robbed item's value to every one of them. The Gemara assumes that their malchoka applies whether the robber swore falsely or not so the Mishnah does not accord with either opinion. The more tends to explain that their malkokas only applies when he did swear falsely, or alternatively, only when he did not swear falsely. However, both interpretations are disproven, and Rashi says we revert to the original assumption that they argue in both cases. Rava explains the Mishnah differently on the next daft. So once again, the three points are number one. Now, Bryce on the previous daft taught that if one buys a field in his friend's name, in Kofi Oso Limkor, we do not force him to sell, but if he told them almanas on condition to sell kofin limkor we force him to sell after several interpretations are rejected abai explains the case is where the buyer declared untruthfully that he bought it on the rashkuluza's behalf to discourage potential protesters the price means we do not force the seller to sell it a second time meaning to write him another star identifying him as the true owner although the buyer can argue that the seller understood that he only claimed to purchase for the rashkuluza as a security measure and realized the buyer wanted a second document, the seller could respond that he thought the buyer arranged with the Rishkalusa to write a star for him. However, if the buyer stipulated that the seller would write him another document, we force him to. This means he said to Adim in the seller's presence the Star note that I want another document intimating that he wants the seller to write it. Point number two, the next mission states, HaGozol is a one who robs from his fellow, in the value of a pruta, and then swears falsely to him, denying the robbery, but later confesses, and is chayef to pay the principal and an additional fifth, and bring a karvan Hashem, he must bring the payment after him, even to Madai. He cannot give it to the victim's son, nor to his own Shalikh, but he may give it to a shaliyach based in, a takana enacted to encourage his repentance. If the victim dies, he must bring the money to his heirs. The Mishnah continues that if the principal was paid or forgiven, but not the additional fifth, or less than a prutus worth of principal remains, he need not bring the remaining payment to him. If the chomish was paid or forgiven, but not the principal, or even just one pruta's worth of the principal, he must still bring it to him, even to Madai. And pointing with you, the Mishnah taught that one must ensure payment reaches his robbery victim after he swears to deny it. The Mishnah said this is not fit with either opinion in the Mishnah. One who robbed one of five people, but does not know which one of them it was, and each of them claims it was he. Rabbi Tarfan says, He places the robbed item between them and removes himself. Rabbi Kiva says, This is not the derech to remove him from Avera. He has not fulfilled his obligation until he pays the robbed item's value to every one of them. The Gemara assumes that their malchoka applies whether the robber swore falsely or not so the Mishnah does not accord with either opinion. The more tends to explain that their Melchokas only applies when he did swear falsely, or alternatively, only when he did not swear falsely. However, both interpretations are disproven, and Rashi says we revert to the original assumption that they argue in both cases. Rav explains the Mishnah differently on the next Daph. All right, so now we go to Simen Daph Kuv Kimmel, and our standard is Kugel, and we use Yerushalmi Kugel to make the Simen more distinct, so here goes. The land seller enjoying his Yerushalmi Kugel, or refusing to write a second star for the buyer who falsely claimed that he bought the field on the Reishkulusa's behalf, packed up some Kugel for the guzzling on his way to Madai to bring payment to the victim after he had sworn falsely and only later confessed and served Kugel to the five people waiting to be paid by the thief who stole from one of them but did not remember who. Once again, some motion. The land seller enjoying his Yerushalmi Kugel, Yerushalmi Kugel, that must mean enough. Kuf Gimel, the land seller enjoying his Yerushalmi Kugel, while refusing to write a second star for the buyer who falsely claimed that he bought the field on the Reishkulus's behalf, which reminds us, if a buyer declared untruthfully that he bought a field on the Reishkulus's behalf to discourage potential protesters, we do not force the seller to sell it a second time, meaning he doesn't have to write him another document identifying him as a true owner. Although the buyer can argue that the seller understood that he only claimed to purchase for the Rashkalusa as a security measure and realized the buyer wanted a second star, the seller can respond that he thought the buyer arranged with the Rashkalusa to write a star for him. So, the land seller enjoying his Yerushalmi kugel while refusing to write a second star for the buyer, who falsely claimed that he bought the field on the Rashkalusa's behalf, packed up some kugel for the gazan on his way to Madai to bring payment to the victim after he had sworn falsely, and only later confessed, which reminds us the next mission states, Haggozal is shava pruta one who robs from his fellow the value of a pruta, v'nishbolo, and then he swears falsely to him, denying the robbery, but later confesses and is hived to pay the principal and an additional fifth and bring a Hashem, Yolecheno akaraba fil laMada. he must bring the payment after him even to Madai he cannot give it to the victim's son nor to his own shaliach, but he may give it to the shalikh basin which is a takana enacted to encourage his repentance. So, the land seller enjoying his Yerushalmi kugel while refusing to write a second star for the buyer who falsely claimed that he bought a field on the Galusa's behalf, packed up some kugel for the goslin on his way to the Madai to bring payment to the victim after he had sworn falsely, and only later confessed, and served kugel to the five people waiting to be paid by the thief who stole from one of them but did not remember who, which reminds us, it was taught in the Mishnah. Gazla echad mechamisha, one who robbed one of five people, the ini but he doesn't know which one of them it was, and each of them claims it was he. Ribitarfin says Gazel he places the robbed item between them and removes himself. Rabbi Kiva says this is not the Derek to remove him from Avera. Achi Ko he has not fulfilled his obligation until he pays the robbed item's value to every one of them. So once again. The land seller enjoying his Yerushalmi Kugel or refusing to write a second star for the buyer who falsely claimed that he bought the field on the Reish behalf, packed up some Kugel for the goslin on his way to Madai, giving payment to the victim after he had sworn falsely, and only later confessed, and served Kugel to the five people waiting to be paid by the thief who stole from one of them but did not remember who. All right, so now it's time for our Ba'ch Daftzaditesh. The sumra daftzaditesh is a cheetah. So here goes. The craftsman who is still waiting after sunset to be paid for stamping cheetah spots. Cheetah. That must be a Cheetah. The craftsman was still waiting after sunset to be paid for stamping cheetah spots in the garment. He returned to the customer, which reminds us the seeks to disprove that a craftsman acquires utensils improvement from a price of discussing prohibition of delaying a laborer's wages overnight. If a craftsman completed work on a cloak given to him and informed the owner but did not return the cloak, the owner does not transgress the prohibition even ten days later. However, if he returned the cloak midday, as soon as the sun sets on him, he transgresses Baltalin, the prohibition of a laborer's wages shall not remain overnight with you, because the wages are owed as soon as the cloak is returned. The gemara answers that he was hired to stamp on the cloth a ma for each stamping, meaning he's paid for his acts and not the cloth's improvement, so he does not acquire it. So the craftsman, was still waiting after sunset to be paid for stamping cheetah spots on the garment, he returned to the customer, was approached by a wealthy woman who gave him some gold and told him to make a gold ring with a cheetah on it, and she'll become married to him. Which reminds the more suggests, that the question of umen konech b'shevach is a nine. A woman handed gold to a craftsman and said, make for me bracelets, earrings, or rings with it, and in return I'll become married to you. Vermeer says she's married as soon as he makes him and gives him to her, but the Chomusei, as the Gemara explains, that he must give her other money, but this jewelry would not affect Kedushin. The Gemara assumes everyone holds that hava milva. wages become owed from the beginning of the work until the end, and that Kedushin made with a loan isn't effective. Since each Pruita's worth of work would become owed to the labor as it's done, accumulating debts to the craftsman, giving her the finished product, would not affect Kedushin. So the craftsman was still waiting after sunset to be paid for stamping cheetah spots on the garment. He returned to the customer, was approached by a wealthy woman who gave him some gold and told him to make a gold ring with a cheetah on it and she become married to him. After she decided not to marry the expert shochet who improperly shected an animal, rendering it. Anavela, which reminds us, Shmuel said Tabach an expert, Shochet, who was given an animal to shech, and he ruined it by shechting it improperly, rendering it a novella. he's chayv to pay the owner. He's a damager and he's negligent. It's like the owner said to him shech for me here the trachea and esophagus and he shechted him from a different place. The second phrase adds that even if he shechted it for free, he's still chayv for his negligence. Daf kuf, so the similar daf kuf is a kuf, a monkey. So here goes. The circus monkey, monkey, that must more daf kuf, kuf. The circus monkey standing under Elif Nima sure is a den sign, giving a female monkey bananas for wrongly evaluating the validity of her coin, which reminds us, the previous stuff relates an incident in which a woman showed a diner to a bichia, who tore the coin was good, and she accepted it based on his judgment. She returned the next day and said that she was told it was a bad coin and could not use it as currency. Rebiki told Rav to exchange it for her, and to write into his ledger, Din asik Bish. This is a bad occupation, meaning taking losses needlessly for advice he should not give. The Gemara wonders why Rebiki was liable, since he was a great enough expert to be exempt. And it answers Lefnima Zedin Hu He went beyond the letter of the law in compensating her, for he was indeed exempt. So the circus monkey standing under a Lifni a Din sign, giving a female monkey bananas for wrongly evaluating the validity of her coin, saw another monkey wearing a dingarmi cap swinging towards him, holding paper that said, you're a to of which reminds us, Reish Lakish showed the to Belazar, who told him it was a good coin. Reish Lakish told him he was relying on him and explained that if it were found to be bad, Belazar would be responsible to exchange it. This is because Reish Rokish rules like Rehmer, de Garmi, who judges the law of Garmi obligating payment for certain cases of indirectly causing damage. So the circus monkey standing under a Rifnim as a Din sign, giving a female monkey bananas for wrongly evaluating the validity of her coin, saw another monkey wearing a Din Garmi cap swinging towards him holding a paper that said, You are Chayev to pay. And flying over a third monkey dying wool black that was meant to be dyed Red, which reminds us the next mission states that if one gave a dire wool to dye red for him, and he dyed a black or the reverse, Rabbi Meir says no de Samro, he pays him the wool's original value, because Rabbi Meir considers his deviation from his instructions as stealing the wool, so he acquires it with his Shinui of colouring. Yuda disagrees and says he pays either the dyer's expenses or the wool's improvement, whichever is less. Daf kuf alf, so the similar Daf kuf is a bird caller that goes, Ka, Ka. So here goes. The bird caller, bird caller, that must be more Daf kuf alf, a bird caller who goes, Ka, Ka. The bird caller who blew his whistle as two birds held up his stolen sweater to see if the stolen dye was still present in it, which reminds us, the more asked the question, Yesh Shevach Samani Ahad Semer, is the improvement of dye on the wool considered something material or not? Rashi explains the question as if Chazus of Milsi appearance, is a significant matter, making the dye still considered present. Since stolen dye must be returned, the case must be where one stole wool and dye belonging to the same person, and he dyed the wool with it, and then returned the dyed wool. If yesh samanim Samani ma'agabi the dye is still considered present, he has returned everything he stole, but if not, he must pay for the stolen dye. So the bird call who blew his whistle as two birds held up his stolen sweater to see if the stolen dye was still present in it, had a jacket that had been dyed with the peels of orla fruit set afire, because Chazusa samilsehi, which reminds us, it was stated in the Mishnah, a garment which was dyed with the peels of orla fruit should be set afire. This proves chazusa milsi appearance is considered a significant matter and the oral is still considered present. So the bird called his whistle as Two birds held up a stolen sweater to see if the stolen dye was still present in it. Had a jacket that had been dyed with the peels of oral fruits at a fire. Because chazusa milsi he, using wood which has no Kedusha Shviz, since its benefit is after its consumption, which reminds us, the Gemara deals with the question if wood is subject to Kedusha Shviz and answers that the Pasuk says La'achla, to eat, Teaching, b'misha nasa ubi'iro shavin. Kedusha shvi supplies to produce, whose benefit and consumption coincide, like food. This excludes wood, whose benefit, the baking, is after its consumption, meaning after the wood is reduced to coals. Daf Kuf the Sim Daf Kuf is a cave. So here goes. The man who lived in a cave, cave, that must moron Daf Kuf The man who lived in a cave, busy soaking flax in a pool of juice of Shemitah produce, picked specifically... For that purpose, which reminds us the more brings of Malkokesanime of Shemitah produce may be used for soaking flax or laundering if it was picked for that purpose. So the man who lived in a cave busy soaking flax in a pool of juice of Shemitah produce, picked specifically. For that purpose, who had been disappointed when the shalich he sent to purchase wheat returned with barley, which reminds us, a price that teaches that if someone gave a Schlich money to buy wheat, to sell at a higher price and split the profits, and instead the Schlich bought barley, or the reverse, in bachassu bachassu lo, if they depreciated, they depreciated for the shalich, vimosiru hosiru lo, and if they appreciate it, they appreciate it for him, meaning the shalich takes all losses and gains and repays the investor's capital. Another braise says they divide the profits, but the Schlich takes all losses. Rabbi Okin explains that the first Braysis is Rabbi Meir, who taught on Dafkuf on a base regarding dying wool, the wrong color, that one who deviates from instructions is deemed a gazel, therefore this lich acquires the produce with the stolen money so the man who lived in a cave busy soaking flax in a pool of juice of shemitah produce picked specifically for that purpose who had been disappointed when the shilich he sent to purchase wheat returned with barley was happy to learn that his other shilich carried out his as instructed and purchased wheat as he was considered like the investor himself which reminds us in the west In Eretz Israel, they mocked Rabbi Yochanan's interpretation that the second price is also discussing a significant deviation from his instructions. According to Rabbi Yehuda, how does the investor acquire a share of the grain when the shuiach disobeyed him, who informed the owner of the wheat that he should transfer wheat to the owner of the money instead of the shuiach? Rav Shmuel bar challenges challenged his reasoning, arguing that even when a shlich purchases his wheat as he was told, no one informed the seller to transfer wheat to the investor. Rav Yavoh answered that when he purchased wheat as he was told, he performed his shlichus, and is considered like the Baal buys the investor himself, so he may perform a transaction on the investor's behalf. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which does the owner, of a craftsman returned a cloak at midday? As soon as the sun sets, the owner is over on Baal Talling, that's on Duff study test. Good number two, which duff do we have in the if Shemitah products can be used to soak flax if it was specifically picked for that purpose? That's on duff. Kufbeis. Good number three, which stuff would we have the case of one who falsely claimed that he bought a field on the reish behalf and the question if he can ask the seller to write a second star. That's on duff. Kuf Good number four, which stuff to discuss whether yesh sevach samanimah at semer is the improvement of dye on the wool considered something material? That's on Duff. Kuf Good number five, which stuff in the case of one sending a shliach to buy wheat to sell on the market and the shliach bought barley? That's on Duff. Kuf Good number six, which stuff to rub Who no holds that a coin that is nipsal means that it's disqualified by the government to use? That's on Duff. Sadizin, good number seven. Which of the the one who burns his fellow star is putter, because although the lender cannot collect his loan, the one who burned the star can say, I burned a mere paper of yours, that's on duff. good number eight, which duff you Mokos, what is done if a gazlin robs someone from a group of five and can't remember who it was, that's on duff. Kufgimel, good number nine, which duff do Mokos, what a dyer must pay if he dies a government black when he's supposed to die it red, that's on duff. Kuf, good. Number 10, Which is the one who robs someone of something worth a shava pruta, and then swears and later confesses he must return the item of Ma'day, that's on daf? Kuf, gimel Excellent. That comes shir. This, this is Rabbi Goldhar from Zichur Ishiya. Great day and great learning.